cool, man. And uh, thanks for doing this. This is cool. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm excited. Am I? Am I the? How many podcasts have you done in the era of the coronavirus now? Um, you're number three. Um, okay. So nice. far, I I shot one last week with two guys that I used to work with, and then um, yesterday with a good friend of mine that he he has like the the podcast that i think is probably the most it was the one that changed a lot of like the direction that i use for for this because yeah. everything before that was like hey you're a twitch streamer or like hey you play video games and, and that was cool and then his was the podcast where i was like hey so my dad used to work for uh as the the chief of medicine for bush and obama let's talk about politics for two hours oh. i was like okay but he, he turned out to be a really good friend of mine um and i like talking to him he's, he's fun that's cool man yeah it, that would be an interesting conversation to have it was uh, <laughs> um i don't know the, the thing i like about this is i get to talk to different people about all kinds of different stuff so it's uh if it, I feel like it does more for me sometimes than it, than it does for other people. Hopefully that changes somewhere down the line. But, uh, um, awesome. so I, um, I posted a giant thing on Facebook about like, hey, somebody want to, anybody want to do one of these things? And then you popped up, and I was like, actually, I don't know why I didn't talk to you about this sooner. <laughs> uh, you have like a pretty cool, I guess, track record of like work. It was kind of the same thing with the guy I had on that was a police officer. It's like, oh, you, you've had a interesting, <laughs> I guess, work life. Go with interesting. I don't know if I'm as yeah. cool as somebody that actually like serves people. And yeah. Helps, but. <laughs> I, I, do you, do you want to kind of go through the stuff that you've done? Like some of your highlights of the work that you've kind of done over the years? Whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Well, what do you yeah. want? A little like bio yeah. intro yeah. thing? Yeah. So um, I am a commercial photographer, by trade, that's kind of mainly what I focus my work on, which has become an all-encompassing deal that has actually often less to do about photography than anything else, yeah. <laughs> um, as it often does. Um, but I started with um, getting into photography around 2007, 2008 or so. Oh. Um, picked it up in high school. Uh, the running joke that I have when everybody's like, how did you get into that? Uh, I loved all types of art and I slowly progressed through the ones with the least amount of cleanup. Um, <laughs> I used to be really into like chalk pastels yeah. and oil painting. And um, and then you like start to have a job and life and school stuff where like you can't spend an hour prepping your studio and then yep. an hour and a half cleaning up when you're done. So um, but photography was a way I could apply, apply everything that I loved about drawing and painting and still make something. And then literally I could just put it down and then move on with my life and come back to it later. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know if there's much more to it than that. I always feel like there's, there should be some big stoic, like, Oh, well, my great grandfather <laughs> passed down this camera. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't really have it. There's just a day where I was like, put some stuff together. I'm like, I think it would be cool to try that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, I asked for a little camera for Christmas. I got a little Nikon cool pics. Like, I think it was probably six megapixels maybe at the time mm. at most, uh, you know, and I would go around and take what ended up being probably a bunch of really shitty photos. <laughs> and, um, but I, but I enjoyed doing it every time I did it. So I started out as a photojournalist because I think that was the easiest avenue I saw uh, the first time somebody was like, we could uh, give you $10 per photo if you go hang out at this football game. And I was yeah. like, wow, I can wow. do this forever. 
I'm going to put in my notice right now yeah. at Dairy Queen. Cause <laughs> I but, um, but I did that for a while. And um, as I kind of became more versed in the world of, of professional you know, artistry and photography, I saw there was this thing called commercial photography, which mm. was less about necessarily many as a, which I think goes back to those art roots of like visualizing, you know, an image and, and making it and commercial right. photography really is just finding the right clients who appreciate the kind of images that you want to make and you collaborate on that. And, uh, it seemed to be a good fit. So that's, um, that's sort of the direction that I like to go with my personal work, but I still do tons of sports photography and, um, and a lot of more video stuff now too. That's cool. Like I, I wonder, was there a point that you, you said, okay, I can, I can, like you kind of joked about the whole Dairy Queen thing, but like, do you, <laughs> was there like a, a point where you kind of went, okay, I don't, I don't need to do like a nine to five kind of thing anymore. I can just do this. Like, mm, yeah. So not really. No. That's <laughs> a great question because if there's anything, if anybody listens to this and looks for some value, I would, I would say this is an important thing to think about. Mm. Um, you don't have to quit the day job yeah. for one thing. And it's often not the smartest move to do, I don't think. Um, like I said, I started actually shooting for some newspapers when I was in high school, right? But right. I was still working on stuff. The difference was I was going from being like the store opener at a Smoothie King. And then I would photograph like a football game or something in the evening to thinking, okay, I want to do more with photography, but like I don't have money for gear. Right. So I don't know how to do that. Well, what's an option? Go work at a camera store. Right. So I went to my local camera shop that I had been a customer at, took like six months till they had an opening, you know, right before like retail holiday season. Yep. And so I switched to that. Right. And then I think it was probably it was probably around 2011 or so. Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to start traveling actually with a mutual client of yours and yep. I. And um, <laughs> I was in college. Um, I went to community college to make my mom happy. Um, <laughs> I, I graduated high school and I was shooting enough to know that's what I wanted to do, but yeah. like still working at the Smoothie Kings and then eventually working just at the camera shop. Um, but somebody offered me a larger amount of money than I, at that point in my life I ever yep. thought you could be paid for photography. And they were like, and you could fly all over. And I was, I, I was like, wow, that sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> Uh, and and so it was more it was more like I had to work my way there like I got to the point where I'm not proud of this mm. but you know I'm in college which costs money yeah and I'm like yeah I don't I don't think I want to be at class today because there's yep. this other thing that I'm working on um so then I kind of switched to like well let me try some more online classes and I don't know if you've ever done any online schooling and I don't know if it's it's done no. this way anymore when I was doing it, a big part of it was like, yeah, you take your tests, you do your studies, you do whatever. But like 30% of your grade was do these online discussion boards where you had to interact and, and sort of simulate the classroom interaction you'd have if you were there. Yeah. And when I was like, as you well know, like leaving at 4 a.m. on a Friday and getting home at 4 p.m. on a Monday. Yep. And those and those discussions were due by Monday night. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get to yeah. <laughs> That's just so, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a pretty I'm pretty good self-starter as far as learning. So I could learn stuff and I could get a CBA on yeah. the test depending on the subject. But my grades were like not good because I wasn't. And and that slowly turned into like uh, math class today or photo shoot somebody offered me. Um, I'm probably not going to make it. 
And I made the decision at the end of that year when it was time to like look at going back for a year or two. Yeah. That I, I was now at this point where I was doing so much of what I wanted to be doing. I was like, let's put this on pause and now I'll go do that. So to your original question, I don't think there was ever a day where I was like, cool, I'm just going to drop everything yeah. and only do this. It was a slow progression with a lot of mistakes and ugly, you know, figuring stuff out until I eventually arrived at like, okay, I could do this. And this seems to be in line with where I want to be. That's cool. I I yeah. wonder, because I, I guess I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I would put myself in the same tier as as what you do because you definitely do way more work than i do in that field um but for me there was a moment where like i i i looked at what i was doing and i said okay well i can it was with that same client i was like i can just do this for a period of time um that unfortunately turned into more like office work then yep. I mean, up, up until the end, it was mostly office work, and then at the end, then I was doing the whole like leave at four a.m. and then come back on the Monday. Um, but I think it was after that kind of simmered off that I kind of really stepped into like, oh, okay, so I can do like these photo things here or there, still hold the nine to five, and I still found a way to do stuff like this. Um, which yeah. this kind of scratches the itch for me too, like where I, I can do my own thing. I, have you have you ever thought of like doing something in line, not necessarily like streaming or like YouTube or anything like that? Like, <laughs> I, I like because it seems like like that is <laughs> the odd natural progression of like art artistic things right now. Yeah. It's like people just end up making their own like whether it's Instagram or whatever. Uh huh. So it's funny that you say that because part of the reason that I was interested in doing this with you, um, <laughs> this is a spoiler alert, oh, is dry run. Because for like for probably the better part of two years now, I've had this idea of like I'd like to start a podcast. I listen to podcasts a lot. Same, as, as, you yeah. know, you do too. Um, I find that I learn a lot from them, like proportionally wise, more than I read now. It's yeah. just I think more convenient with my lifestyle to like throw on some headphones and listen to an audiobook or a podcast. Yep. Um, and it's something that I thought about a lot because I, I'm fortunate to know a lot of people that I think some of them are more well-known than others, but yeah. I think all of them, if someone took five minutes to hear about what they do or their story, they'd be like, oh, this is cool yep. and, and maybe get a takeaway. And so I think that's rad. And exactly like you said, it's yep. really more for scratching my own niche. I'm yeah. like, I just want to know more stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have thought about it. And then the other one is the... I, I've. I've talked about starting like a YouTube channel and doing some photography tutorials. I teach one of the parts of what I do is um, teach online lessons for people cool. um, to help them with photography. And so there's several questions that I constantly am working through with people over and over <laughs> again that to me seem not that it's simple, like everyone should get it, mm -hmm. but it's, it's straightforward enough that I'm like, man, if there was one good resource in the world, which there's not, but if there's <laughs> like one easy to understand resource, yeah. this would help a lot of people. And, so I, I think about that all the time, and that has been my going on three or four weeks of coronavirus projects now. It's <laughs> like, okay, what would this look like? Yeah. We're in a weird time where the time is much higher, but the budget's much lower. What can I work on? What can I do? So yes, I, I have thought about it for sure, um, and it's something I would like to pursue, and I'll probably pick your brain on yeah, some uh, sure. tips on, on how to do that. But yeah, I have. I'm... Like it's interesting what you said about you. You hit that point where you realized you could you could do the nine to five job, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think we could loop that into. You can make sure the bills are paid. Exactly. Yeah. 
Like, and then there's there was still time that you could do stuff like this. You could pursue some photo and video when it made sense. Yep. Um, and and the goal hopefully is you know make make a happy life for yourself, yeah. right? And, and find that balance. Um, that's super important. And you said not on the same level or whatever. Like maybe yeah, I don't normally do other stuff besides photography. Yeah. You know, we're in a very weird time right now. I'm for sure doing other things. Yeah. <laughs> same. Um, <laughs> That speaks, though, I think, to something that's really important because I hear a lot of people and I hear a lot of people lately say like, oh, like maybe they had a really beautiful wedding and they had mm. some great wedding photos. And they're like, man, I paid my wedding photographer for like 600 bucks. Can you imagine if I got a nice camera, like how much money I could make? Career change, pivot, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna quit my job. Yeah. This, is, this is what I'm going to do. Um, a you sound can, idea. <laughs> you can do that. And I, and I wish you the best of luck doing that. But I think that for most people, if they walk down that road a while, what they'll find is probably a solid 90, 95% of people would be happy as a um, either part-time professional or a very active hobbyist. Yep. Um, and they don't have to make their whole living be based on photo and video and visual creative arts. Yeah. Um, I do that because I'm twisted enough where that's what makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. And I have my reasons, but like there are times, for example, right now, um, a lot of people got laid off from their job, which sucks and I feel for them, um, but they fit into the system of like, oh, you're eligible for unemployment, the government's okay. gonna help with certain stuff. Um, yep, you, you paid your taxes already, you get some money back this time of year. Um, all that stuff can be helpful. Uh, you fit into the norm. Um, like everybody's idea of what a professional photographer would be is different, but there's definitely some boxes I've ticked. I know people have said like, oh, I'd love to do that someday. That's so cool. <laughs> but I can tell you flat out over 10 years of experience working in various levels of professional photography, like right now with what's going on, I, I don't have those safety nets. Yeah, I don't have all that extra stuff. You know, it's it's a scary time for everybody, but in, in my own ways, like right now, there's not a lot of value of being a full-time professional photographer. Like yeah. there's just not a whole lot to add to the world. If you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, an EMT, a cop, you know, those people, grocery store employees. Yeah. Like, like you, <laughs> are, you are carrying the burden for society and being over here is being like, I make pretty pictures. You, know? <laughs> you don't, you don't have a ton to offer. So I think there's a lot of value actually in being the person that is can talents with do. Um, you know, the traditional the traditional job and make sure you're covered. And then that actually affords you a freedom that, and maybe you found this, is like you can do what you want to do yep. when you decide to do those. Like you don't have to have a podcast with me today. You could have a podcast with whoever you want to, yep. you know, or you can say no to that photo project where somebody's like, I'll pay you 50 bucks if you go shoot my online catalog for my startup. You can be like, no. <laughs> no, I'm good, I'm man. Just, I'm, not, I'm not into that, you know. Um, Actually, I think there's value in that. For the first time, I think ever, I noped out of a uh, an interview on Thursday. Was it Thursday or Friday? One of the yeah. two. Uh, and usually, because I guess it's it's probably easier to do when you're doing it online versus like when you're sitting down in front of somebody. But yeah. like I, it was for like this landscaping company. Because um, like it, I. Well, I kind of did both. Like, I had one foot in the door with, like, doing, like, I guess, photography and, like, artsy kind of gigs. And I yeah. had a nine-to-five um, that even then I've still been furloughed from. Um, <laughs> I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe I should find, like, some kind of steady employment um, between now and when my other job opens back up again. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I, <laughs> I, I, I was in this interview. I sat down. I put on the like the 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 white button up and uh, was talking to this <laughs> lady. And did you drop the green screen? I'm just curious. Like, did you put yourself somewhere cool? No, I didn't. Uh, so what I <laughs> what I did behind this is like just a blank wall. I ordered like a tapestry thing to come in so I can have something to put up on it. The only yeah. cool thing I guess behind there is I have like um, RGB LED lights, like nice on the kind of floorboard and behind my bed. That kind of mm-hmm. looks nice. Um, so I just had those on and was talking to her and. As I was listening to them, I was just kind of like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I, it, what was weird was I think there was a, there's one side of me that's kind of like, well, regardless of what you want to do, like, probably a good idea to like have an income. But the other side of me was like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, it's probably not a grand idea to do something like that, that I'm going to be miserable, like, doing it. So I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I'm, I'm out. And it was weird. Because I, due to your suggestion, I guess one of the things that you're doing now, I actually got into that. And we can talk about that later. Um, yeah. I got everything working with that, which is cool. Oh, um, good. I'm glad. To yeah. Hear. Um, so I'll be doing that probably either today or tomorrow or whatever um, and seeing what comes from that. And even just that makes me more excited to sit down and do and like edit more video. Um, like I got into yeah. like the right as kind of the shit hit the fan i was doing like mma too there was a guy that we used to work with um i think his name was andre yeah he used to work with um he used to shoot stuff for the jungle um i don't know if you remember him he was a photographer and andres caseas yes yeah 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 yes uh so i i joined that gym (laughs) And then I've been doing stuff over there, and they've been doing like the uh, online classes and stuff. But we we got to talk about that because that's something I actually really want to get into. Oh, too, it's so. it's it's funny because I had one guy who's like called me the Black Joe Rogan because like I literally <laughs> went I went from like uh, sh- shooting podcasts, natural progression of things. I went to like a, a a comedy show at the Improv, and I was like literally talking to a friend. I was like, you know, I, I kind of want to try comedy out. And then like literally the next. The next month, I was like, "Yeah, so I signed up for uh, jujitsu and Muay Thai." <laughs> like, <laughs> Sasha, it's like, "What are you doing, man? Like, where's your like weed or whatever? Like your yeah. your, your oil somewhere?" Nice, but I, I it, I'd be lying to say that like there's not some influence from that. Like watching that kind of lifestyle and going like, "Hey, that seems like a good time," and like yeah. you can if you can find a way to like make it profitable too. Sure. Like it. So for me, making podcasts, streaming sometimes, which I've been kind of thinking about not doing that. Um, but the more I think about not doing that, I feel like I probably should be doing that. Um, yeah. I, I've it's it's cool, too, because there's a lot of people I've had on. And then later on, they've gotten into streaming, making YouTube videos, making their own podcast stuff. And I get to yeah. go back and check up on them. And it's 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 interesting. It's very interesting. that would be I feel like that'd be pretty satisfying. Yeah, for sure. It's it's something <laughs> some yeah. people some people i mean like they that's it's not for them and that's something i guess i've learned too is the first couple episodes it was almost like a a, a joke but it was kind of serious where like people would get on and then they'd be like man this would be really cool to do something like this yeah. and then i kind of get on them like hey you should if you want to do it like you got to start making something and like and they people be hesitant but i'm like just record something put it up uh, it doesn't matter like what it 
like ultimately ends up cheers looking like. to that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well so this is hilarious because um you've dealt with this i've done let's say I go to like a social event and mm-hmm. I meet somebody new and inevitably somebody's like, you know, my daughter really wants to get into photography. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any advice for her? And it's like, you kind of don't want to sound like a smart ass, yeah. but you're like, she taking pictures, <laughs> you know? And, and that's where it starts. Yeah. Right. And then you can actually level up to a point in life where like, if you're dealing with an adult and maybe they have some means. So they went and did the, whatever, best deal Costco had to actually get a camera and some lenses that are pretty capable. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, so I just got into photography. I'd love to pick your brain sometime. I'm like, sure. Happy to help. You know, yeah. let's chat. And then it definitely turns into, so what camera are you using? Well, I got, I got the D 7,500. Have you seen the video specs? And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. What do you shoot? Like, what do you, yeah. you know, what do you, and they're like, Oh, well, uh, landscapes and stuff or whatever. I'll tell you what though, the resolution on that, man, I took a picture. <laughs> I took a picture of a bird from 400 yards away and I cropped in and it was still crisp. And I was like, cool, let me see that picture. And they're like, Oh, well, it's, it's not very good, but uh, you know, and it comes to this route. I think of like, we all, and I am guilty of this too, as I confess with like the podcast thing yeah. is, is, you know, I have this stupid little mic thing here. That's <laughs> never been used till today. Really. Oh, I like those microphones. Those, those things are pretty cool. I got, it's travel friendly, right? I'm actually surprised. I've, I've never heard the quality of it and now that i'm hearing them i'm, I'm very impressed with it 50 bucks but but you know we it's so easy to do something that feels like progress mm-hmm. it feels like work which could be sitting online watching a youtube video and of how to <laughs> yep. my favorite and this used to be me circa 2010 to 12 right every photographer I find the what's in my camera video on youtube like, oh mm-hmm. if i only had you know that thing <laughs> And, and you have to just at some point, like, and I, I've, I've passed that point a while ago, but everybody gets through there and you just want to tell people, like, just make the podcast. Like, yeah. you said, record <laughs> Just something. do something. Yeah. Take, take a picture. Take a picture with your phone. Take a picture with your camera. You know, walk outside and take a picture with your Polaroid. Yeah. Play a song. Mash some notes together. Make it really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, like, I like to read and study history. You know, it's interesting to me because I'm a dork mm-hmm. like that. And you'll find pretty consistently that people say something to the effect. And I'm, I'm, I'll misquote this, but it's like, sometimes you have to do two really bad pages of writing mm. to get to the one good page of writing. Um, they talk about that with like blogging a lot. Okay. People say like, I have writer's block. No, you just, you haven't written yet. Yeah. You, haven't earned your, <laughs> you haven't earned your writer's block. You haven't earned the point to say, yeah, I don't know who I'd talk to on my podcast. Well, have you called anyone? anyone like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to photograph for portraits. Did you ask your mom? Did you ask your sister? Like, hey, can I take some pictures of you? Like, it's we all there's that gap. Like, just start for sure. That's that that I started. It sucks because the whole like virus lockdown thing put a damper on that. But I mm-hmm. I have a very clear vision of like what that will look like for me because I don't I don't do a lot of uh, or I, I guess I didn't do a lot of photography up until very recently. And I. Mm-hmm. Uh, started just, I went to this, this botanical garden, just took a lot of sh- shots there, some really cool stuff. Nice. I actually met another photographer who was doing a shoot there, and then I got to talk to him and watch what he was doing, which was pretty cool. Um, and then more recently, uh, a friend of mine, we went out for like a, a jog, and I was like, you know what, I'm bringing my camera. And I got some really cool shots, like with her. Nice. And I was like, this is this is cool. And I, I like that, I like the idea of doing that. Mm-hmm. However, I think for me, as cool and fun as that is, 
I like editing video. <laughs> I like video so much more. So yeah. I have to figure out a way to get that same kind of vibe or like feeling out of video. Um, which well, but yeah. okay, but but think about that for a second. Okay, how did how did you know that? How do you know right now that you know you actually like video editing so much more? Because or you feel more called to that. I guess I've done it more. Exactly. So that's fair. Because yeah. I know for a fact yeah. <laughs> how much money you've been paid to spend 14 hours to stay away from something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it takes a certain kind of person to try that. And yeah. it takes the next level of that person is to say, actually, I really like doing this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the funny thing is, I think to your original point of like, just start is you don't get to that point until you try That's a lot true. of things, you That's know, true. It's, like, it's one of my favorite things. It's like, how do you like, do you like pineapple on your pizza? <laughs> I, like, I don't mind it. I like it. I like it too. But yeah. how do you know that? Cause at some point someone gave you a slice of Hawaiian pizza yeah. and you were like, sure, I'll try that. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. You yeah. know, it applies to the same, the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Do you think, do you think for video editing, as far as like, do you think you need to find that new, that sense of new or that sense of something that's challenging you that you want to sort of replicate from photography being relatively new? Yeah. So I, if I could find what it will probably come in would be like the, the post-production of a shoot. I think that's like post-production stuff is what I really like doing. Like the, 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 here's a piece of art. Now take that piece of art and you have full creative control over like, kind of skewing it or changing it a little bit like mm-hmm. whether that's like adding in like some sound effects on like a in, a in a movie uh shot that kind of makes the point or the the focal point of the the shot stand out more or yeah. changing the lighting or like just stuff like that i i really like doing and i'm sure that there's an equivalent in photography that would be pretty cool um yeah so i if maybe that is kind of what i'm looking for in the realm of photography and i just haven't really done that part of things yet so you'd be like retouching yeah really yeah um like so um i'm in a unique boat in that i do not subscribe to the idea that like you need to get really good at one thing Hmm. i i would much rather be pretty okay at a lot of things (laughs) and pretty good at a couple of them and maybe really, really good at one particular thing. Mm. Um, I guess that's a photography of life thing. But like the people I idolize is not the Instagrammer who has the perfect feed where like yeah. everything is color congruent. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, it's just beautiful. It's so consistent. I, I envy like Leonardo da Vinci, who paints some of the best yes. works of art that humanity's ever seen, designs contraptions and things that we still use today, you know, and Oh, by the way, enjoyed writing poetry on the yeah. side. Like that yeah. to me is cool, right? Yeah. So I think depending on what level that you're at with with photography or video, there is a point like, you know, like if you're going to shoot something and you want to make a film, you're shooting it and you're editing it yep. because for budgetary constraints or <laughs> trying to even get somebody else on board with whatever your vision is, like you yep. need to be able at some level to take an idea, go through the process of turning it into something, right? Right. Um, but like... I'll talk about photo because that's what I know specifically mm. more is um, I do a lot of my own post-production. I love Photoshopping. I think it comes from the painting interest and backgrounds. I, I like yeah. cre- creating, you know, mm. and you've probably felt that too with videos. Like sometimes going out and filming something can be really cool, but it can also be monotonous. 
yep. if you, especially if you have to record it over and over, but it's the yeah. putting the story together. That's nice. Yeah. Um, but I do have clients like, uh, and they're not all like this by any sense. I do a lot of my own retouching, but they're like, actually, we just want a copy of the raw photo because our designer is going to take it and make it into the thing we want. We want and, yeah. and you get to, and the level that I work towards in a lot of aspects is you'll have an agency that's like, um, Joe's going to take the pictures and then, you know, Logan's going to do the retouching and then this graphic designer is going to take that image and turn it into the box. Obviously, somebody else makes the box and your little role is just, just, that's your, just that, yeah, just your piece. So, yeah, you could find like getting into post-production. Um, there's a lot. I'll send you some a couple people I found recently. They do like great Photoshop work. And that's so cool. their coronavirus challenges are like get on stock photo and grab these three images and then <laughs> create like that you didn't take. Yeah and make something out of them, make a different scene. And like, you can give yourself little projects like that to explore. That's really cool. I, I've seen stuff like that. There was like one where there was a woman like walking in like a desert, but there was like this mountain behind her. Mm -hmm. And then like multiple people just took different like I things. It was a Peter McKinnon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I remember watching that and I was just like, that is really cool. I don't it's know why I didn't do something like that at this point, but um that that sounds like it's right up my alley of the the kind yeah. of stuff I'd like to do. I the, the other thing I guess to merge YouTube and like Twitch and all that stuff together, I mm -hmm. I want to figure out a way to do that on Twitch maybe because the way the way I look at Twitch right now, it's not really it's not not viable I guess as far as a a a, a thing that I want to do more than once a week. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think that would change if I was doing something I enjoyed more. I like video games and all. They're fun. I sit mm -hmm. down and I can, I was playing Valorant the other day. Awesome. Nice. Fun time. <laughs> but I think streaming for me is like, streaming a video game is not, it's not enough. I get really like, not bored, but whatever the equivalent of that would be when I stream now. Like, it's just not scratching, you, like, a creative itch, I guess, you, anymore. Do you think that's... Do you think it comes from... Do you think it comes from, like, an audience feedback point? Or is it just starting to feel like work? Like, that thing you feel like you have to do? Um, I mean, like, where do you where do you think that kind of, like, that lack of spark comes I, from? I think some of it definitely... I, I, I recorded a video kind of talking about it to put up on YouTube... Um, mm -hmm. sometime this week or next week, I guess. Um, I guess it's Sunday this week. Uh, I and there's some audience feedback. I think that you have a small channel, like it's not you're not going to have the same feedback that you you see anywhere else, like on on bigger yeah. platforms. So, but I in I know that, and so I I don't want to say like oh okay because no one's really tuning in. It's more of like the anxiety before starting a stream is kind of annoying and then the it's rare that i after i'm done streaming i'm like yay i feel good about that it's usually <laughs> like i'm done streaming i'm just like i could have been recording a video i could have like been editing a video i could have been rendering something right now it's just like it's I've, like yeah it's like, like eating a hot pocket like yeah. you had dinner <laughs> Yeah, so you uh, suddenly think about everything else you could have had. It's like I literally could have had so many other things. Um, yeah, but I I think that would change if I could find a way to do something that like I enjoyed more than just sitting down and playing a shooter for 
four hours. Like I think yeah. if I was if I was like maybe I I toyed with the idea of doing these live, like on Twitch, like streaming the podcast live, but I think that's a future thing. Um for now I, I like being able to kinda I like have, having the ability to edit things out if people want me to. I almost never do. Um, like, yeah. I, I try my best to make them as, like, raw and as natural as possible. Sure. But, and I think in the in the 23 that I've done, there's only been, like, two that I've had to edit something out. And it's usually, like, some information that the person didn't realize that I was like, Hey, that's probably not something you want out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, or, or later they realize like, Oh no, I shouldn't have said that. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I can fix that. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Such an interesting thing though. Right. Cause I feel like in culture now, the, the cool thing to talk about is craving the raw, you yeah. know, we want, we want the live, but I think it was actually to Joe Rogan podcast he did with Elon Musk. Yep. And he live streamed it. And <laughs> yeah. in, a, in, a, in a podcast after, like everybody probably knows what happens with that. But mm. somebody that he had talked to beforehand was like, I told you, you should not no. live stream this one. Like, yeah. this is one you might want to be able to roll back uh, and reel it in and try again. And I was like, I was fascinated because it would never be as good as it was yep. if if they had done that. But at the same time, could it have saved someone some personal headaches? Yeah, it might have. Yeah. You know? <laughs> probably. That's a, this is such an interesting battle to uh, to choose. I sure. I if I if I had the option, like if if I someone said, okay, so from now on you can either a only live stream it or b like uh you have to edit them every episode. I choose to only live stream it. Like I choose to have uh just no almost no editing. Like just throw on the yeah. the the beginning and end of the video and then call it a day. Um, but uh, while I'm okay with that, like I'm totally fine with like I'm I've said some stupid stuff on here. I and I know like at some point down the road, especially if my channel keeps growing, somebody's mm-hmm. gonna find like one of those early videos and be like, Well, you said this shit and blah blah blah. <laughs> and I'm like I I like I, I know that's gonna happen and I'm I'm fine with it, but yeah, because I have guests on, I feel like it's more of like a courtesy thing. Like I I can't imp- I can't force my way of thinking on that on the people that I bring on. Like if, if yeah. it's cool when they, they align and people are like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like just throw whatever out there. Um, but there's people that I've had on that they have a very forward facing job. And if something like that were to happen with them, that'd be bad, like very bad. Yeah. For them. So it's like, I don't, I don't want to put people in that position. No, I, I can understand that. I think I would probably have to lean on that side of yeah. of caution. Like I have, I have a lot of unpopular opinions about photography <laughs> being a photographer, but I yeah. I can stand behind those. Yeah. And like, like I kind of said, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a politician. Like, <laughs> if I were to say the thing, you know, that like somebody comes back six years from now, uh, it's just on me to yeah. navigate that. Yeah. You know, it's not reflective on on, on some other community or a bigger business. Yep. Um, but I can feel for those people as far as is that. And really, like one of the things I started doing last year more is getting more into video and actually working with a production company, filming some live sports and TV shows. That's cool. And like when we go interview somebody for the show, um, it doesn't happen often. But there have been, yeah, there have been probably four or five times over the course of a year where I can remember saying like, hey, do you want to try that again? Or somebody asking, can I try that again? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's as little as, you stumble upon your words. Yeah. And what I meant to say is like, 
I could not have done this without my sponsor, Red Bull. But yeah. what came out is saying, like, I could have done this without Red Bull. <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, like, wait, oh. somebody, somebody's going to, yeah. you know. Um, but then other times, um, you know, you they, they pointed out and they're like, um, I was doing like my thank you winner's speech and mm-hmm. I totally forgot to mention my wife and kids. Can we record that again? And you're like... Yeah. yeah. And and I think you do that, like you said, out of respect, you know, yeah. uh, for them and what their viewpoint is. But I think also you build up, you build a trust, Yeah, you know, with that, like people know you're not out to get them. You're out to pull the best out of yep. that conversation or experience. And I think with live, yeah, that's a tough one. Like you, I would almost feel like when you get to the point, if you ever want to, where you're like, I'm going to do this only live, you're going to have to have some kind of contract that's like, I am not held responsible yeah. for the stupid things you say. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, th- there's been a couple of like, not, I wouldn't say heated moments. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, the, the only like heated conversation I've had has been about a video game. So like, it's not like nothing important, like, yeah. uh, not yet, I guess. Um, but like there's I've talked about like transgender rights and like all kinds of like very very like hot button stuff mm-hmm. and usually what I end up doing especially with those videos is I will upload the video to YouTube privately then send it to the person and be like hey watch this let me know like if there's yeah. anything like just <laughs> I don't want to hit public and then like some yeah, shit sleep, comes out. Sleep on it. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. And then, yeah. then let me know. I get. I'm in no rush. I don't have like. I it's it's a weekly thing. Like I I try to have them out by Thursdays. But if if it's if that's the reason that it gets hold up until Saturday, I'm totally fine with that. Like right, right. Like, um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a little. It's been fun. It's been really really cool to to do this kind of thing. I know I talked about earlier where I was like, don't, I don't want to push it on people who, who maybe that's not what they want to do, but I, I'd be lying to say it would not be cool to have like a circle of people that would be doing something similar that I could bounce ideas off of. Like, yeah, like I I have myself and like a few people, like at this point, I would say like maybe two people that like are kind of into the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but well, the oh. other thing too to think about those, at least from a TV perspective. So cut that out, man. <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do that again? From, from that perspective, is is like athletes, people who get interviewed, especially politicians, mm-hmm. actors, they get media coaching. Like, there's a fundamental basis level where we have to understand that as humans, we are not naturally going to be good at this. Now, in this kind of scenario, where you're like, "Hey, does anybody want to just hop on Discord and have a yeah. conversation?" Cool. Like, yeah. we can do that. <laughs> Um, but I think when someone's in, in the live, you know, arena, it's helpful to, to get some tips that you may not have thought of on the psychology of like, Hey, you might normally say this in this conversation between two people and it would fly. But hypothetically, if you ran that same statement by a thousand people, at least 50 of them are going to take issue with it. And it sounds little, but it's not. So here's a way to say it to make everyone happy. And that's what ruins it for you and I, right? Because yeah. we listen to it and we're like, it's not as it's not as truthful. Yeah. But, I... <laughs> but but people do get some kind of training just to be like, like, how I have a litter and stuff, so I... And I'm really into psychology, but how many people really look in the mirror, say what they're going to say and see how it comes across? You know, like most people don't do that. 
And you don't want the rude awakening for that person to be like, wow, I say um a lot and <laughs> I say wow a lot. And oh, I totally just made that inside joke that was funny between my friends and I that I now realize yes. watching it back is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing, I, I know my, my ticks are, I say like a lot. Um, I say um a lot. And yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess I do that thing where I, I, I pause for like long periods of time when I'm trying to find a word. Um, mm -hmm. But there's, 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 I guess there's a, there's a side that's like, Oh, well, you could work to like try to not do those things. Um, but the way I look at it is that is kind of how I talk or how I think when I'm talking. Yeah. So if I'm live, there's, there's kind of a, 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 a a switch that I kind of click on and I go, okay, I'm alive and like I'm doing things and I'll say stuff. Sometimes I'll repeat the same thing over and over. Um, yeah. But I do that more so to, to, to lower those kind of ticks, I guess. Uh, however, I, would you saying what you did before reminded me of a moment where that did happen? Um, Cause I, I had a, a friend, this is, so this is my second like a, attempt at doing YouTube stuff. The first attempt okay. I had was more like video game related. And we did a lot of live stuff. And I remember, I'm not going to say his name, even though I think the video clip still exists somewhere. I, I haven't looked for it in a long time. But um, he, we were basically talking about um, what it was like to be a female streamer. And unfortunately, the first, we, we did like three videos on it. It was like a uh -huh. little, little mini series, I guess. And the first video was literally just myself and three other dudes. And then we were like, wait, we know like a bunch of like female streamers, like we should yeah. get them on. So we got, we got them on for the second one. And then, uh, later uh, he basically said something to the extent, extent of he worked at like a GameStop S store. Um, and what he noticed was there were a lot of boyfriends that would bring their girlfriends in that introduce them to gaming that way okay the way he said that was not good uh, <laughs> and, and so yeah. someone online like in in the twitch chat just went off because this person had been a longtime follower of ours and like they were just like i can't believe he would say something like that and like it was this whole long thing and um he's not the type of person that like would see something like that and go, oh, my bad. It was more of like, no, I, that's, I was just saying like what I saw. Like that is, that is what I saw. It was the truth. Like this is, I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, I get that, man. But like, that's not. <laughs> well, you, you touch, you touch specifically with that. And yeah. though, on something that I would love to get your take on, which mm. is a term that I had never heard until recently, but I, I knew what it was. I just didn't know what to call it. Outrage culture. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like i find this rough balance and i've actually talked about this with with donnie before i think okay but, like cool. we saw but we're like you know i'm at this balance between i want to be inclusive um i want to be self-aware or be self-aware of privileges and prejudices that i have and other people have mm -hmm. um in the in the effort to be a good human you know be a good person to people right at the same time I watch way too much stand-up comedy and I have this twisted sense of humor, yeah. you know, and I actually, as a person, 
uh, I don't want to say I have a thick skin or anything like that, but I think I can compartmentalize between, I can say something that I think is funny that I know makes other people laugh. I'm usually pretty good at coming up with stuff like that. Um, And in a person to person, thank (laughs) you. In a person to person (laughs) setting, we could enjoy that. Um, But because, uh, you know, sometimes that conflicts with, I know that's not true. I know that's not the right thing, you know? Um, And then if you put that out into the world, there's this cool thing called outrage culture that I've noticed more and more every day now, which is like the cool thing to do is to smash your fists on the table and be upset and be outraged and be angry. And how could this person say that? How could, and I think a large part of that might come from personal vulnerabilities and discomfort. You know, like if I can focus on everything that's wrong with you, Maybe people look back at me, um, but that's a tough thing to navigate because I can totally imagine what your friend feels like when he's like, I just, uh, I'm sharing what I observe, yeah. you know, and there shouldn't in theory be anything wrong with that. He's not lying. He's not twisting. He's just stating a fact of this is what I saw. Yeah. But we kind of live in a world where like you suddenly have to walk down that trail mentally before you say it and think, well, how are other people going to twist it? That's a scary thing for me. Yeah, I don't know I, about you, but it's something that I'd like grapple with a lot. So I'm like, I want to be a good person, but I also want to do it at what I think is a reasonable standard, not what culture thinks is a right. It's um, a tough battle, man. It's something that I think about less and less. <laughs> now. Really? Yes. Uh, so there was a point in time where like I was on every article of any type of thing, and I'd be like this shit is wild. Like, I can't believe people are upset about this. And I'd be the guy that's like arguing against like, m- like outrage culture. Um, and then I think what happened was I kind of got into a very negative headspace. And I think part of that was to blame just being in that all the time and like trying to fight like what people, what like people are outraged about toxic it's very toxic and so i tapped out of that i tuned out of that and i was like you know what fuck it like i'm just gonna do my thing and then wherever things fall they fall what Mm -hmm. i've noticed is the less i care about that the less people around me care about that so like it, it it seems like i attract the people that also are just like yeah that i get that joke about like hispanic people or whatever i i'm not i'm like you the people that i i would make that joke around or even black people for that much because i i do a lot of those um but uh like i it's the people that i would make those jokes with understand that my intention with those jokes is not putting someone down but literally just to have a laugh there's there's nothing else behind it there's no like ill will and the same thing goes when they crack jokes about whatever um there's a streamer, I don't necessarily like him, but I think this take of his was made sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have you ever heard of Destiny? Like he's like a he's literally a political streamer. Like he just I, gets people on the debate. I can't them. say that I have no, no. Um but he um he was talking about the fact of like the fact that he he openly says or he openly tells people like, yeah, I say racial slurs and stuff with my friends. And it's only with them. And his reasoning behind it was with those group of people, I can tr- like the problem with like racial slurs or whatever is not necessarily the slur themselves. It's the fact that you saying it in public gives people the okay to think that they can do it or that, that it's, it that it's acceptable. Right. 
when mm-hmm. he makes those jokes or he makes those comments with his friends, he knows that those people understand that that it's it's not. So it's then not it becomes yeah. it, it's it's an okay thing. Um, and I kind of I I kind of agree with that. Like it, it kind of makes sense. I can see the logic and I, it tracks kind of well. I get I get where he's coming from with that. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the approach that I take with things now. Like I'm fine talking about like all kinds of hot button issues because I think in the couple of podcasts I've done, I think I've had my opinion change many times. And as long as that is consistent to me, I think I'm fine. Like I, cause it's like I, I opening my, myself up to so many different opinions. I think it's, it's inevitable that your opinion will change. Yeah. Like, I think that's a, I think that speaks very highly of your character though. And I don't want to say that a lot of people don't have that. I think everybody has the capacity for that. Um, but I think you're, you keep an open mind, right? And you are willing, to. you, you <laughs> do have to, yeah. but you, you have to right now because you, you have initiated these That's true. dialogues. Yeah. Okay. Right. So like if you came into it and you did like, gosh, I don't even, I don't follow this stuff that much, but I remember there was like some kind of uh, very right wing political dude, uh, his name will come to me, but it was like, you'd listen to him talk. And he wasn't here to converse with you about what your opinions were. He was just here to wait for you to say something so he could drill his opinion into you. Steven right? Crowder? No, I don't okay. think that's, that's what I'm thinking of. But <laughs> um, it'll come like, to me. But, yeah. like, but, but there are forums where like people will do that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's generally, there's a certain kind of person that might like that, that wants to basically, they want to hear yeah. what they like to hear. Yeah. But I think generally, like you love Joe Rogan. I don't know if you listen to Tim Ferriss podcast i've heard the name but i don't Um, think i've i've listened to his podcast good stuff good books too um but like if you're going to get somebody on whether they disagree with you or not if you're not willing to hear what they have to say you don't really have a conversation yeah that's not yeah that's literally just that's not a conversation yeah but maybe the difference and to go along with what your friend says of like i can count on the people close to me understand the difference between okay, it's not okay my friend okay. but okay okay i'm sorry <laughs> no I'm no not, I'm, I'm just it's okay. not that big but, of a deal. yeah but this person you're referring to yeah. right is um if we equally are invested in having an uncomfortable conversation for sure say. like yeah um we've done that by choice right i guess i can sort of see where there's a difference between we have chosen to be here and do this right um put someone's kid in the back of their car listening to a podcast that overheard something, you know, or it doesn't even have to be a kid, but maybe someone in public overhears something that they could misinterpret because they weren't there to have their mind open. You know, they just I heard guess. something they didn't like. Is that, the is only, that a worthwhile thing to consider? I, the only way, the only thing I think of when I hear that is you don't have to listen or watch the video or the podcast. I agree with you. Can you can always just turn it off. Like if yeah, I do I think that you should? No. I think like you should get to a point where like you're open to listen at least listen even if you disagree with it, you should at least be open to listen to somebody's side to see if there's some logic that tracks there. Like I just whenever somebody's like I I can't believe or I'm I'm going to like stop supporting this thing or people start boycotting a thing i think that's the line that i kind of get to when somebody's like i don't like this thing and you shouldn't either that that's that's where i kind of go like what what like it's okay if you don't like it that's fine you you don't have to like no one's forcing you to do it yeah so 
So I'm with you on that. Um, but I think that's what's interesting. And I would be curious, like, if somebody ever did a data point on people who listen to a lot of podcasts <laughs> and what their stance is on the, you know, this is the way I go, or maybe I'm open to learn, you know, new things. Hmm. I feel like listening to and meeting a wider variety of people and hearing a lot of different viewpoints yep. um, is the equivalent of, like, traveling, yeah. in a sense, to yeah. see the world and see other people live differently than you. Um, and I think that's kind of cool, you know. Hmm. You don't have to have all the answers, but to know that you don't have all the answers is a really beautiful it's, thing. I, I think you're right that there's it's, I think you're right in the fact that not a lot of people do that. But I also think that I have, I try to have more patience with people with that because not everyone has the means to do that, but both in like podcasting and like travel, like it, not, not everybody has a podcast where they can like, have people on to have these long form conversations. Cause I don't think like I can say, I don't have conversations like the ones that I have on my podcast in just my everyday life. They're usually a mm -hmm. lot shorter. They're usually a lot like surface level. Like when I, when I'd be at work, these kind of topics would come up, but in that environment, it would either get quickly squashed because like it, there was a a conversation I remember having at work while we were we were working on a an order basically. Uh they somebody brought up like the impact of each president and then like when 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 normal civilians will see that impact and attributing it to which president. So basically uh, they were talking so, so about like, how like like if a current president says the economy is great. Correct, right. How much of that is twelve years prior. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I follow. Okay. So like gotcha. it, it was that conversation. Good conversation. Mm -hmm. Great conversation. I and I thought it was fun. Interesting and, points. Yeah. It immediately got shot down because <laughs> people were talking about presidents and like people get heated and I was just like, you know what? It I understand it, but I wish that that conversation could have gone on longer. Because I feel yeah. like had it have done that, it would have been a lot of good for everybody involved. But I agree. Yeah. So I think so to roll this back to uh, to like an art thing. Yeah. Because um, I think this is my my takeaway from all that, and, and I'm on board with it's just about everything you're saying. Is that I think we we live in a culture where we don't have those long conversations, like you said. And some of it can be you're at work, right? Yeah. And like you have work to do, so you yeah. just can't. You know, lunch is 20 minutes, and you move on. And <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I guess we'll save this for another day. Um, but I think also we just don't have those kinds of long conversations with people anymore because of tech liberal don't do that. And, and you do have a valid point that not everybody has the means to do that or, yeah. or is in a situation that fosters that. So that, that are, there's a lot there that is circumstantial and I get that. But I do think if you want to be successful, whether it's photo or video or writer or whatever, the work that I look at, um, and I'd be curious your thoughts on this too, is I more and more value someone where I'm like, this person has been crushing it at trying to do this thing that might not have been popular when they started. It might not be popular now, but they were just so passionate, involved in whatever they were making that they did it exactly the way that they wanted to do it unapologetically. And I can look back at the work and I can see like where you started and how you got here. And that to me is something worth aspiring to mm -hmm. when we currently live in a culture where it's like, uh, 
you could be a 15 year old girl and start a TikTok channel and have 4 million followers like a month later. Um, and, and a lot of people think that's cool. I, I personally, it's not that I, I can respect it. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause they're more famous than I'll probably ever be. Yeah. So like I get it and I'm not going to say there's not work cause I don't do it and I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say that like the, the art that I value and look towards now more than ever is, you know, I want to see people that were passionate about something. And I think to loop that all together is the little in passing conversations or what can turn into a quick workplace argument where like you just don't have the time for everybody to sit and listen to everyone's thoughts. That's true. Push us in a direction where success can be like, how quickly can I make something get a point across right now? You know? Yeah. Like, yes. I actually hear what you're saying that President Obama did a lot post recession to try and improve the economy. And maybe we're just not seeing the fruitions of it. But I only have a minute to tell you right now that this is the way the world is. You know, like you just can't. Yeah. You can't you can't do that. So I think that as an artist or somebody who makes something or just wants to live a more creative life, um, if you can, uh, you know, utilize whatever means you have to to make for the long game instead of the short game. And if you maybe if you apply that to life and learning and you know other people, I, I think that might make a more a more interesting way to be. <laughs> interesting stuff agree. to make. I would agree. Um I the the only issue I think I have is like when you run into the people that don't have the means, it's really hard to it's hard to get somebody who's never thought about like a bigger picture or uh the long game to mm-hmm. see that. And so you you kind of yeah. have to go like there's there's a lot of times where I just kind of cut my losses and it's not out of me being inconsiderate to that person or this uh, not trying to show them like my opinion or, or giving up or anything. It's more so of like, okay, like I have to value my time at a certain point where I go, okay, it's not possible for like in even today in today like, is not the yeah, day. It's like today is just not the day. I don't have, there's not enough time for me to explain what I'm trying to get past, like get, get to you even in a way that I'm not necessarily expecting you to, to, believe what I'm I'm thinking at the end of it but in a way that I feel is adequate to explain my point there's just not enough time to do it so I just kind of go okay man and then just go on about my day oh yeah for like, sure well and I think you can't ever force any kind of advice or something to anybody yeah. like people have to be willing and wanting to hear but but I do think that like so for example my my way of trying to do that and maybe you, you have your way too is I think it comes from if you are willing to lead first and be the vulnerable one and step away from the sort of the Instagram lifestyle of only seeing people's highlights real yeah. and have a real discussion. Like, so the podcast that I would like to do, and I thought about this for a long time, I think it'd be called creative endurance. Okay. And the reason would be, there's a lot of podcasts that talk about photography. You can hear about really sure. famous photographers and they have an hour to glaze over like, Oh yeah, well I found my first camera and I lived out of my car for a year. And then now I make $50,000 shooting photos for Nike, you know? Yeah. Um, but we skip over that whole living in your car for a year because we just don't have time. Mm. Um, I think that being vulnerable and when you can have the conversations and put out the work to show people that, um, you know, you actually will find that more often than not, people didn't have the means to succeed Mm. that are what you think those means would be. And it's more about what they did with them. Um, And there's a balance for sure. Like, um, I decided I wanted to get in photography 
happy. So I asked for Christmas. I got a camera for that is representative of what a lot of people's situation would have been. You know, they could say, I wanted a camera for Christmas. People like, well, that's great. I want to raise it works, but I can't. (laughs) You know, I, I lived in a neighborhood in which it was safe to go outside and take random pictures. I didn't have to worry about someone stealing it from me to yep. sell it on Craigslist, right? Um, <laughs> I was like, I was a suburban white kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would have been like if I grew up on, you know, of a different race on a different part of town. I, you know, I don't. So there's there's privileges there for sure. But again, I'll tell you, and if you want to talk about this, is like, so right now somebody could say, oh, you made it. You made a lot of cool pictures. You know, mm. you, you you do work. You know, I've done some work with GoPro. I've been published in Sports Illustrated. Um, you know, I, I was official photographer of a two week long Olympic level event nice. that, you know, I got to pump out worlds. Right. And that all sounds super cool. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. And I am also right now during a pandemic to make some <laughs> extra cash delivering food to people yep. <laughs> because it's helping pay bills when there's no photography work. And it, it also gives me some sense of purpose in my day when I'm yep. battling with daily depression yep. of the situation. I'm like, I, I can help somebody else and I can try and take care of a bill. Yep. Right. Um, which a lot of people I think would be maybe feel a little embarrassed to talk about or like we wouldn't want to talk about. Like, well, you don't want to talk about your situation. You know, you're, you don't yeah. want to focus too much on that, you know, but like I can tell you behind every Instagram post that I have with some inspirational quote or reference in history or thought that I have yeah. is actually just me reminding myself like, yeah. hey, dumbass, whatever you're feeling right now, somebody else knows better has gone through this and you can yep. do better. And I just kind of share that's that's for me. <laughs> it's not for anybody yeah. else, you know, <clears throat> I, think I think having like those conversations uh, are being willing to to be open about that if if everyone collectively was more open, which does not cost money and it does yeah. not cost resources, it's just a mindset, then I think maybe you would find that person that doesn't have the means or isn't in a position to have an open mind would see that that culturally it becomes cool to actually be willing to do that. And it would not be a tomorrow change. No. But yeah. over time, if we all mutually agreed to be like, yeah, my Instagram highlight reel is bullshit. Shit. You have no idea. <laughs> You know, um, that that what went on behind that? Well, maybe if you did, yeah. I I tried to 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 do that a little bit. Like I I I will talk about some 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 vulnerable stuff every now and then. Um, I don't. Yeah. I I definitely wouldn't have done it like two or three years ago. This is like somewhat recent thing. Um, but now I kind of there's there's a um. There's a, a good feeling about being voluntarily vulnerable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of feels like you have more control over a thing that you have no control over. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I would agree. Um, there's my my Instagram highlight reel is very strange. It's I think the biggest thing for me is I don't take a lot of pictures of me. Like I, I, I I'm really and, and I have friends that are like. Oh, well, you got to do it. You got to get used to doing you it. Get and like, so many more likes. Yeah, man. I was just like, show off, I'm, show off them guns. Uh, I've, I literally have done that once, and it was a, a very liked video or picture. But uh, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like taking pictures of me. And I think that's the only reason of that is I think there's there's some of it that's like, um, um, like a self confidence thing, and then there's probably some like just not not experienced doing it so sure. every time i do it i look at the picture and i'm just kind of like well this didn't come out well 
mm-hmm. this is ugly i don't want this and then it gets deleted or it just sits on my phone forever um and then there's like literally just me working out like that's 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 i guess the the closest to that um and that's more so for the mma stuff like that's not yeah i i, I should i think i've i've had a multiple people that's like you should do more you stuff um mm-hmm. but i'd have to find a way to do that that doesn't I'm getting a little concerned about this green screen. Sorry, I heard That's like fine. a very a weird sound from the the, the wire that holds it up just, there. Just drops right behind. Yeah, you. <laughs> I would hate for that to happen. Um, but no, yeah, I um, there's there's some stuff that I talk to close friends about now that I definitely wouldn't like. There's a there's a video idea that I was thinking about doing. Um, I don't know how I would go about doing it yet, but it was basically the premise of trying to think of the mm-hmm. very like the very first memory that I can think of and then working forward and just kind of like having this like um autobiography biography which one is the one autobiography would be about yourself about myself yeah um where I just started with like I I've been thinking about this for a bit and I think that my earliest memory is my first day of kindergarten that's the very first thing that i can remember really yeah like it it i i i remember like the fucking yellow blue and red backpack that i had and a lot of like the feeling that i had of sitting there waiting to be taken to my class and like sitting down in my class and the kids that were around me um and I, that's cool that you remember that. It, it's it is. I, I think I don't, I don't know if I remember anything about that time in my life. It took me a while to remember that. I'll say that. Like I, I've sat and thought about this for a long time because I, it, it'll be two things. It, I think it's very therapeutic, and I also think it. Well, three things. It's therapeutic. I think it would make for a really cool series of videos to like mm-hmm. kind of do that. However, I wanted to in like include some kind of like artistic kind of thing with it where either i go and shoot video which starting that first video is going to be a little weird for me to try to find video footage of some kid going to school um but yeah like i i or maybe just i could draw something i I, i'm not a great like scratch artist i guess but Mm -hmm. um i could probably put something together that might be interesting but i i've been thinking a lot about making that series of videos because i think that would be pretty cool pretty cool and i what would be really cool is if my channel and none of my social media things are that big but it would be really cool if that became a trend that happened and like people started doing that because i think it the idea in my head seems like a really good thing for me but yeah i don't know we'll see well no i like it i like that a lot um it's funny because you had me trying to think what my first like (laughs) earliest memory is um i and it's funny I think the earliest, like if I truly chronologically, um, when I was a kid, I'm assuming this is before my sister was born because mm. I was the first and there was a couple years of gap. Um, we lived in a in an apartment in Brunswick, Ohio. Um, I could actually probably draw for you the layout of the apartment. I think, wow. I don't know if it's because of being like a kid and thinking like it was so big, but I like, <laughs> do remember certain aspects of that. But by our like sliding glass, I don't know if there's a patio or not, but there was a big window in the living room. Mm-hmm. 
and I had one of those Fisher Price tables, like the it's got like the blue legs and the yellow top, and it's like designed for kids to do crafts and stuff. My dad, who was really into music his whole life, would set up his um, old synthesizer that he had, and um, he would let me. <laughs> It's like on a synth, you know, you have different keys, but right. you can actually import different sounds. It's not necessarily just a piano, yeah. but there's like a, I would call it like a whammy bar for a guitar, but there's like a rolling thing you yeah. can roll that like pitch bends. I think it's a pitch bender. Yeah. And if you held a really low note and you pitch bend it a certain way, it would go whoa, 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 like a helicopter. Yeah. And I remember like, like I wanted my dad to make the helicopter noise or I wanted him to let <laughs> me make the helicopter noise. I don't know why I remembered that now, <laughs> but like I can, I actually feel like I can see that pretty, pretty clearly. Like yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing a whole lot about that feeling of that experience. Um, I am fascinated with planes now. Ah, I have okay. loved music my whole life. I started playing guitar when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. I don't play as much as I do now, but I like, I was in bands. There was mm. a point in time where I did way more of that before I got in photography. Um, and I like making crafts and stuff and just noodling around and trying to make things. And I can't help but reflect on like life. I do this a lot. Like I was yeah. really into Bob kid and watching discovery channel. You said Bob you know? Marley. No, Bob Ross. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brother, you know, I'm not like a super fan, yeah. or anything. <laughs> but, um, but like, and I reflect on that a lot and I now, but you have me thinking back as to like, huh, like, my dad was into music, but he shared that with me. Yep. And that does affect, like, if I'm video editing, I don't know how much you do this. The hardest part for me, video editing, is finding the right song to cut to. And if it's not right, I've lost most interest at that point until I get it right. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes that's the, 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 it's, it's a crutch I think some people end up just sticking with. Um, but I definitely probably understand. is. Yeah, I, I so so the thing is, like, have you ever gotten a template um, from like a some site? Like you're editing something, and you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is a good starting point, and I can do what I want to do from it. I've been working with one this week, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, have you ever seen the preview in the template, and they have some song playing in it, and that is purposely cut for what the 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 thing is, and you're just kind of going like, oh, that's, that's cool. The song. That's the song. And but then you go, oh shit. I don't want to use the same song that's in the template because then everybody has that song. And then you go on right. the fucking Lord of the Rings journey to find a song <laughs> that like is as good as that one. It, it is. It, yeah. I totally understand what you're talking about. It's, yeah. It sucks, but it's, it's, it's cool when you find it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a really good feeling when you, when you get the one. hard thing for me, here's a subscription I would pay for. And I hate the subscription world. That <laughs> okay, we live in yeah. <laughs> give me, give me a subscription to where I can use real professional music that I'll hear on the radio or on my iPod or movies. And let me actually use that in my videos for like a flat price and not have to spend $500,000 to get 30 seconds of a, you know, of like a Foo Fighters song. Cause I, I actually listen to songs and sometimes I imagine a video in my head of like, this is what this would like, this would be a cool mountain biking edit. And I could see like somebody would be flying off a jump here and like, you know, you yeah. roll into this and like that guitar solo picks up and you could feel the energy and it'd be a bunch of quick cuts and I'll visualize stuff like that because that's the weird shit that goes on in my head. <laughs> um, but then you're like, well, I still got to make a video, right? Yeah. So then you get on, you know, Epic mix sound or whatever the, you know, whatever thing you're using. Yeah you know audio jungle and, oh, yeah. and you try to find <laughs> s 
something, something that's even just like a like an inkling of close to what you imagine, and you're like, it's just not, it's not it's that, not as good. And so Lex and I have talked about this before. It's like, well, the thing to do would be I should probably channel back into my music and invest in some stuff and make my own songs, right? Yep. And then that would be the power move: is make your own music for your own video. But I think like you just get stretched for time and resources, and you just, just like I got to bang out a video by Tuesday, and I don't have time to set up a recording studio yep. and iterate a song and there's an artist struggle <laughs> i i have a friend who he he, he he's been a, a music producer for some years now um i met him through playing magic which is funny um but he he would come into the shop and all the time and there was a point where he would be there all the time and i'd just kind of be like hey what do you do <laughs> and then he's like it's <laughs> like oh yeah i actually i do this stuff and, and i was like oh, okay that tracks because you come in here and spend like ridiculous amounts of money and i was like all right cool and now because of like being in lockdown for so long he started streaming his um like his kind of audio editing and mm -hmm. kind of his process and he does like these q a's now and it's very eye-opening i i think i'm i'm gonna talk to him and see if i can get him on too because it that would be cool it, it's it's crazy because when when i first heard what he did i kind of was like i had this picture in my head of like what that looked like uh, mm -hmm. what producing music and making music um, looks like or sounds like. And yeah. then now watching him do it live, I'm just like, oh, okay. And I had that that idea of like, well, what if I invested some money and like yeah. just made my own stuff for the, the work that I'm trying to make? And then I was like, but I would prefer to just pay him. <laughs> to, well, to do the stuff for me but, but. isn't that like I, I, you have to send me the links i'd love to see what he's doing yeah and i would stuff. definitely listen to that episode if you chatted with yeah. him um i think that is so cool when you have the opportunity to see that people you might not necessarily idolize but like you put them somewhere in your yeah. head of the level you think they're operating at and you imagine what it looked like and what it took to get there and then you realize that like we're all a bunch of flawed human beings throwing <laughs> stuff at the walls yep. seeing what sticks um and i think for any kind of artist, actually, this is going to sound, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> if you watch, if you watch the Taylor Swift documentary All right, on okay. Netflix, okay, just take it, we're, take we're, a minute, yep. take your moment. Um, <laughs> you see a lot about someone that is, whether you like the music or not, the pinnacle of top level performing people right now, as far as success and as far as repeatedly and sustainably making music that, that gives them traction and keeps them at a high level. And then you see someone sitting down with a guitar and a piano playing, and you're like, eh, no, I don't no. like that. No, that sounds <laughs> well, what if the song was actually about that time that I did this? Let's try that. No, no, I don't like it. What if it was about this time? And like when you hear the final product and you just imagine some like tortured artist scribbling yeah. in their diary, writing poetry, <laughs> you're like, there is no, no. poetry. <laughs> it's like the worst cacophony of like people trying to, you know, maybe what sounds good and what doesn't. And it's really eye-opening to see. And I, I, I've, after seeing that, have thought much about. I'd love to see more music producers and people like just, just jamming because you like it reflects back to like me being in seventh grade playing in a band with yeah. my friends, bringing over. Like I used to record my guitar at home on a little camera, mm. and then I would take that camera, convert the the audio from it to AAC, and put it on my PSP which then I would auxiliary jack into an amp and play in the background so then I could play over it, record that on a camera. Oh then I'd take God. it to band practice. Yeah, it was, it was ghetto, that's, man, but it, was, it worked. That's cool, yeah. 
but but we would take that to band practice and then we'd all be like what did you make what did you make and we try to come up with something that resembled music and generally fall short but occasionally get it right and it's like actually the biggest difference between us doing that right and someone who is making millions of dollars doing what they love who conceivably will never worry about money again and could do music full-time forever if they wanted to is they just kept doing it yep and whereas i went off and did some photography and and my friend you know went off and did whatever like you know that that person their thing was this is what I love. So I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can, which yeah. I think ties into why you would be like, and I would be like, you know, it'd be easier to pay this person who knows yeah. what they're passionate about to do what they're good at. Yeah. So I can do what yeah. I'm good at, yep. you know, and that that's that harmony I think is really cool. You know, when you can meet those people that you realize what they put into it. Yeah. I, my music kind of stuff sucks. Cause I, I did like the whole like band thing. And I, I took like a class when I was in high school and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I, the number one thing that I, I, I have the intention to do, but haven't, like, just done it, which is the hypocrisy of my earlier statement of just doing a thing, <laughs> uh, is learn how to play guitar. I've owned a guitar since I was seventeen. I'm about to be thirty, uh, and I have not. It's literally like right here because I was going to uh, sit down and be like, all right. Now I'm going to do it. And then I was like, oh, but I have an interview. And oh, I have a video I need to edit. And like, there's just uh-huh. so many things that I use as an excuse to not do it. But I do. Yeah. I that's that's something that I it's it's on the list. How high up on the list? I don't know how high it is, but I, I've been wanting to learn how to play for a long time. Yeah. Um, just just never had the I would say never have the time. I've had the time. Uh, Just never guess, had the motivation. Always the thing. Yeah. I think, well, you're right to keep it right there because ironically, like, I have my my guitar up here. Mm. Um, I don't often sit down and play for a half hour or an hour anymore. Um, My playing generally consists of occasionally five to six minutes of me picking it up and noodling, (laughs) um, which I, like, definitely did this morning before we talked. So I was like, I I just wanted to noodle for a minute. I went for a quick jog, showered, and, like, refreshed and, like, cool, ready to sit down and chat with Joe. Um, Or, like, if if Leanna, like, wants to hear a song, I might learn how to play that song for her, and I'll, like, fumble my way through something that slightly (laughs) resembles it at least once, and she's happy. It's still really cool, yeah. It's enjoyable. And it's not representative of the fact that I used to be able to sit and play for three hours. <laughs> and I have, I got to find a way to take them down because they're awful. But like you could try and find on YouTube some of my old songs recorded with that PSP. Oh, and man. Cheap camera. Um, but I used to like slave over that, right? And I don't do that now. But it's here on the wall because for years it sat in a case. Mm. And I was like... I feel like I used to be a cooler person than I am now. Music was a person, right? But if yeah. it's not out and available, it's it's not going to become something you reach for yeah. and do. I um, my 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 issue is I so I, I wanted to learn from that game Rocksmith. I bought that like years ago when I still worked at GameStop. Um, okay. And uh, <laughs> there's a cable. It's like a um. God, what do you call those things? This is sad. It's been so long since I've done any audio work. I'm trying to remember what the like an like an auxiliary cable. Yeah, it's or like, like a... the auxiliary jack on the guitar. Yeah, but um, like the quarter inch. Quarter inch. The that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a quarter inch into a USB, and you pop that bad boy into your computer, and it like it basically turns your computer speakers into an amp, and yeah. like you play, like it, that's how the game works. I have the cable somewhere, but 
where that somewhere is, I have no idea. So I've been digging yeah. around trying to find it, and I think once I find it, then I'll definitely have You'll time be. now to do it. So I, yeah. I, I should. Isn't that cool though? The world that we live in, like, yeah. like I'm looking at you on my computer right now. Yeah. I don't actually remember where you live in Orlando, but it's not right next door. No. So I almost we're... said where it was, and that would have been a bad way. idea. Yeah, um, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but let's just assume, right, that we are not together. I promise we're not. Right. But we're making a podcast, right? And I'm assuming it's the same for you. But like on my computer, I could cut a video, I could open GarageBand, and I could make music. Um, I could write a book. Um, I could make photos um, of various levels of quality. I can make <laughs> pictures from other pictures that didn't exist into something new that didn't exist before. And I can do all those things. And how much of it am I doing right yep. now? And that is like, <laughs> that is the reflection that I often have to check myself with. Yep. Um, and I've been doing pretty, I've been trying to give myself like one personal project a week right now. Yeah. Um, cause there's a lot of life to deal with right now for everybody. Yeah. And that it's like priority has to be, you know, make some money, pay, yep. you know, try to find a way. But, um, I've also tried to be mindful of the fact that going from a lifestyle where I'm home three days a week to where I'm home seven days a week, I'm like cooking more yep. and I'm running out of recipes. I'm like, I need to learn some more recipes. Yep. You know, I got to get out my, I just packed up all my photo studio stuff yesterday. Cause in my bedroom here, like I'll set up something. And I have two projects that I shot that I'm working on right now. Um, but I'm like, they're not for money. Actually, nice. most people that follow me won't like them, but I'm making it for me because I've wanted to do it. Um, and to get back to the limited resources thing, yeah. um, I think that's always why I like to listen to podcasts, read books or whatever, and look at people. Um, because someone 10 years ago did not have the resources you and I have right now. Yep. And 10 years later, look at where they are. You yeah. know, And so we all have some kind of tools to succeed. And if you don't go to the library, that's free. Um, in Orlando, we have a wicked cool library. You can yeah. take media classes. They have Photoshop and Premiere and all Final Cut, I think. you They have that's a really podcast cool. recording studio. Yeah, you should check it out. I didn't know there. that they had all that stuff in there. That's crazy. They have a video. They have a sound studio for recording music. They have a video, like a multi-camera studio. What? Um, they have, uh, I think, really cool. it's either two or four sound booths for recording mm -hmm. podcasts. And you basically, you go take a class, and which is free. Every single part of this is free. I think you might pay $5 to get a wristband so yeah. that you can just walk in or something like that instead of but, checking yeah, in every that's... time. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, but you can have access to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, somebody will be like, well, my library doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, fine. Then what do you have, yeah. you know? Do you have an iPhone? Because GarageBand is free. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and that's one thing that I kind of, to get back to your your thought earlier about like just make something, yeah. just record a podcast. Um, is that's, that's something that I appreciate is when you see people, it's like, yes, I, I have some higher end equipment. It's not the highest end by any means, but I do have enough equipment behind me that I could take some form of just about any kind of picture somebody asked me to. I'm privileged to have that. Um, but... If you handed me an iPhone, I would still have a lot of latitude, you yeah. know, to make to make some kind of picture. And I know that because ten plus years ago I had a little three megapixel camera and I was still getting so, after it to do it. Yeah. I so I what's it's kind of fascinating. Is your take on that was probably one of the this is gonna be a little uh what is the word or the term? Whatever. Uh this is I guess me praising you, I guess, for a little bit. You, I remember the first time I was like, oh, Logan's a pretty cool dude, was 
you were Thank we you. were it's it's that mindset of like okay well we're on the road like every weekend uh sometimes for four days in the, like in that weekend kind of spot and yeah. i remember i think it was on facebook where i was just like this sucks man i don't i can't eat well like i'm i'm eating shit like on the road and you're like well actually there's things you can do that are like that, that yeah. are very cheap and like that work out just fine and and then i started paying attention and like how you would bring like your um your pull-up bar with you like when you travel or oh like, yeah, yeah. Little, little things like that and i was just like you know what yeah that makes sense and then i would start bringing my running shoes when i would travel just like finding the small things that like you can do that improve whatever either you're trying to do or just your life in general like i think you're really good at that and wow. like it's it, that is Thank a very you. rare thing. Like, well, I appreciate that. I mean, but to be perfectly clear for you and anyone listening, <laughs> I I am not. I did not come up with any of that yeah. on my own. Like, I am. I'm lucky enough um, that I like to study other. Like, my dad had a big thing. He's like, you know, learn from other people's mistakes is cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I feel I deal with anxiety and by information. So I like to study what other people do a lot. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of good resources out there to, to learn some of that. But I do think it's, it is practical, like in a sense to get used to doing that. And maybe it comes from doing it for a long time to have that mindset. It's a little easier for me to like make those connections. But yeah, I think like on a photo shoot, um, and it could be a little thing, man. It could be like your neighbor. You're just taking them out to take some pictures to practice. Yeah. Or it could be a paying client. But there's a certain level of keeping your stuff together that is expected. Um, and this is why when people say like, oh, my daughter wants to go to college for photography. Do you have any recommendations? I'm like, yes, don't do that. Yeah. Um, go, <laughs> go, for, go for some psychology would be my first choice. Maybe some philosophy, some history, something that's not photography. Do that on the side. You don't need to go to school for that. Yeah. Um, because you have to be able to understand and think outside your camera is a term I used to teach. Like a lot of people get in their camera and they see like F5, 500th of a second. I think, what did they tell me? I think I should be at ISO 400, you know, and there's a human being on the other side yeah. that is waiting for you to tell them what to do and, and make them somewhat comfortable that you know what's going on. And sometimes when things don't go right, not that that ever happens. Right. But like, <laughs> yes, spoiler alert. It does. It does. Um, that, I don't want to call it scrappiness, but trying to be creative and sort of MacGyver and pull like, okay, I don't have the tools to succeed right now, but I do have these three things. Yep. And with those three things, I could probably accomplish something. And it might not be the thing exactly as I wanted to, but it, it would be better than me accomplishing nothing. Yep. That is a skill. I was not born that way. Nobody, I think, really is. But I think it's something you can practice and it can start with. If I took my running shoes and I got to go for a 10 minute jog before I started a very long day of sitting. Yeah. That would be better than me making no jog, Yeah, <laughs> you know, or yeah. like if I, if I brought a thing of protein in a blender bottle and for lunch, I had that instead of going to a food court, <laughs> that would be one better meal yeah. that I had that didn't. Um, I think that translates to a lot of things, but it's very, it's from a practical sense for me. It's like, keeps me sharp. Mm. you know to do that and like one thing of feedback that i'm proud of i get from a lot of clients is like you know you you had a plan and you had a backup plan and you were the person that we could count on to know like how to how to get from a to b yeah and you know that's a it's a thing you you have to work on 
Um, but I think if you're going to make something for a living, you know, when, and what I mean by that is, and there's nothing wrong with this, but there's a difference between showing up to work and oh, yeah. someone oh, yeah. telling you what you should be doing with your time, yep. giving you guidelines, giving you feedback, positive or negative, and guiding you to where you need to be versus you show up and you're looking at the landscape of life and you're like, I have to pick where I want to go, visualize how to get there and then deal with the realities of that. Yep. It's very different. Very. And if you want to do that with any modicum of success, like I think you have to be willing to, to try and piece stuff together. And um, yeah. it's just it's just kind of surviving. But I think of it like, I think about what I do a lot as being like an athlete. Um, you know, like a professional athlete has sponsors, right? right? There's a harmony, right? You need to perform and the sponsors continue to give you money to keep getting to do that thing that you presumably loved enough yeah. to do well enough to earn their money. Like it's a cycle. Right. And whether you're a photographer, you're into a video, whatever kind of artist you want to be, or even if you're just self-employed and starting a business, I think this would apply. Like yeah. your clients, your customers are your sponsors, right? Because they're going to pay you. So you get to keep being a photographer tomorrow. And there's always people that want to do what you do. And they might not understand how, but best believe there's a couple of them who are going to want to want to do that. Yeah. And you, it's on you to stay sharp on those skills and to continue to improve and learn just like LeBron James, they yeah. cannot sit the whole off season and then show up on day one of practice yeah. and be like, sup, I'm LeBron James. <laughs> Let's roll. Um, you know, so I think like you have to make that a priority. And like right now, like I said, there's a lot of free time. Like you said, like yeah. nobody can say they don't have time right now. Yeah. Um, not a lot of money. So I'm like, uh, what's this thing around my house I've been wanting to photograph, right? That I already have. Or this $3 thing I could pick up from the grocery store that's in a budget <laughs> that mm -hmm. I could, you know, I could work on that and, you know, make something. Um, I still have the pull-up bar, but now I have, <laughs> uh, I'm lucky enough, I live in a loft. So mm -hmm. I have a spiral staircase. I do pull-ups on my spiral staircase. Nice. Um, you know, like I go out for a jog. I can't really do a ton of hiking and trips right now, but I did drop a kettlebell in a backpack the other day and went for like a four-mile walk. That's cool. To add weight to a yeah, yeah. pack. Um, I know work and you put a camera bag on. Mm. It's not like you've been not doing that for months. Yeah. So, I mean, all those skills you got to practice. Um, damn it. I had... I literally had something in my head and then i lost it immediately sorry i took that and ran with it no no no, no you're good you're good no it, it was about what you were just saying that's the sad thing it's just a, i don't know um yeah man i i don't i don't know if you have any more questions for me um but we're kind of at the minute or the hour 30 mark um right on maybe we can cut it here um I do want you to shout out all your shit, though, like so that people kind of know where there's your Instagram or if you have some other place okay. that you like for people to find yeah. your work or whatnot. Um, yes. So I do have a question for you. Yeah. What's up? Uh, what should we get before that? Yeah, so yeah. my thought is this because you mentioned you had like a Google Doc of some questions and stuff yes. uh, before we talked, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. Um, but if you had to sort of you listen to a lot of podcasts yes and i i would presume that when you sit down to make one of yours it's not like in the forefront but subconsciously you're like i aspire for my podcast to be like this for these reasons okay what do you think if you had to pick the best takeaway from a podcast like the thing that you think creates the most value for hmm. you as a listener you don't have to generalize because there's a million podcasts yeah. people can find what they like but for you as a listener what would be the the one thing where you'd sit down and listen to an episode and you're like 
I'm glad that I did that. What kind of trait of that do you look for? I think the the two things that I like the most, one of them is not really what this podcast is about. And that's, is it funny? Because a lot of the podcasts I listen to are funny. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I say, I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say 50% of the podcasts I listen to are, it's usually just comedians. It's good amount. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, just like people, people are funny. The other 50% are the like Joe Rogan. Um, God, what's that guy's name? Uh, Edward Snowden stuff. Like okay. those type of podcasts where it's like, I'm, I'm going to learn a lot by sitting down and listening to this conversation. Mm. Um, actually, you know what? There's a third category now that I think about it. Um, so we'll dive, divide it up 33, 33, 33, 33. Okay. Um, com, com, conversational podcast too. Because there's some that, like, yeah, they're, they're they're funny, but it's the humor is not the reason why I tune into it. One of them is called, uh, it's Tiny Meat Gang. Uh, ridiculous <laughs> name. Uh, okay. But they, they're, they're, they're funny. They're, there's one guy who's, like, a comedian. The other guy make, like, vines and then evolved into YouTube and making music and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But their whole vibe is not... Like they, they talk, they, they're trying to make each other laugh, but in doing that, they sometimes find like very serious topics and then they kind of talk about that. And I get to hear a perspective that I otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so I guess those are like the big three things. Is it funny? Is it informative? And is it a conversation that, is it a conversation that I, I want to be able to have? That I guess is oh, the that's better. good. Like it's yeah, it's like if like if that. if I'm listening to the conversation and I'm kind of going like this is this is a really cool talk. I I want to be knowledgeable to the point or sociable to the point where I can have a conversation like that. I, I don't know if that really answered your question or not. But, no, it did. Um, that, that's awesome. Like that's kind of those are the three things I guess that I that's, I look for. Like, have you ever heard somebody say like if you're gonna make something, if you make it for yourself you know you at least have an audience of one yep. like so conceptually to run with that like i've thought a lot about the podcasting thing and the youtube all that mm-hmm. and i'm like like my brother is getting really into photography and mm-hmm. i'm like okay you're trying to find a voice and a direction I'm like if i make stuff that i know my brother could sit down and watch and learn something from and maybe he would excel a little mm-hmm. quicker than i did or have a you know more success than i did if i wrote with that in mind um which is cool but i've struggled with this exact thing, which is like, but a general audience, like some people would care, some people wouldn't, right? But like, I don't really know if I've ever distilled. And I think when I reflect on podcasts, I think of some of the same stuff you said, you know, is it a conversation I want to have? I think is a big one. Yeah. Is it entertaining to listen to? You know, I mean, that's, that's good stuff. So, yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I guess the other thing with, with my YouTube and like the way I look at that is, the podcasts go there. So, like, if people want to watch it or listen to it, if mm-hmm. they're like me and they have $10 of disposable income and buy YouTube premium or whatever, and you yeah. listen to it that way, um, that's cool. But I also post a lot of gaming stuff there, too. I say a lot. It's not that. It's like sometimes the, 
the topics of shorter videos are video games. And I'm okay with all that stuff being there. I'm down the line. Like once I get better at martial arts, there'll be martial arts stuff there too. Like until the demand is to separate that stuff, I, I, I'm totally fine with just throwing it all in one pot because the way I look at it is, is the channel is literally called just Joe. So it's, it's just stuff that pertains to me to a, mm-hmm. to an extent. Like I have all these guests on, but one of the reasons why I have all these guests on is so that I can learn something. So yeah. it's still like a me thing. Um, I've toyed with other podcast ideas and every time I think of them, I'm like, if I did this, it wouldn't go here. Cause it doesn't make sense for it to be on a just Joe channel. So yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people, like I literally, the person I was talking to yesterday was asking me like, Hey, I have these other ideas. Should I put them somewhere else? And I was like, does it, cause his channel is literally his name. This is Michael Coleman. It's his first and last name. And I'm like, it, yeah. he, he falls into the exact same like boat of desire of like what he wants his channel. to I'm like, just, if it's still you, man, just put it there. Like until people like there's, there's something for like your audience will kind of hit the point where you go, Hey, I saw a notification that a video was uploaded to your channel. I clicked on it and it wasn't the podcast. I'm upset. Like, yeah, like I can kind of get that. And I'm kind of going like, okay, at that point, yeah, maybe there's a reason to separate stuff. But until then, man, like just, I just throw it all together. I think it depends on your priorities too, right? Like if your priority was to grow a following, which I'm not going to talk down upon because there is value to doing that, right? You're going to pick up a couple people along the way that aren't there for the long Sure. Yeah. And I understand that completely. Like I'm an oddity because I am a uh, outdoorsman who loves the environment, who is probably more democratic leaning. Mm. And I am an artist and I love guns and shooting. (laughs) That's a weird thing. That's just a. (laughs) And I like if I track any of my social media stuff to see what's resonating people and what's not. Like the time when I did a, a photo shoot that related to guns, which is actually yep. something I'm working on right now. Like I guarantee I, you five unfollows yeah. right immediately. And it's like not people, it's people I notice follow my stuff. Like I'm like, oh, dang, really? That really just rubbed you the wrong way, you know? But I, and the, what I think about that is unless it's, it's not someone I have a personal relationship outside yeah. of that, right? If it was, they would know me. And I think right. your take on it's just Joe, like I am totally... I can totally visualize knowing you being the cool guy that you are is like you could have a conversation about somebody that, you know, has a transgender lifestyle you want to learn about. And you could talk with someone who's a cop and you could talk with someone about something political. If it went there, you're you're the kind of person who could have that conversation. And you're like, I got into MMA some other time. I'm going to pick your brain about that or, you know, jujitsu. I'm like, yeah, that is that is you. But I, I could see where if I was somebody that was like, dude, I hate destiny the video game and he played a podcast about like and i don't want to like yeah that person wasn't your friend yeah. you know like it's, I, just, it's not gonna <laughs> i haven't had anyone unsubscribe or anything from from the, that episode but the the one where i was talking about the the argument about video games it was that game undertale i don't know if you, you are you familiar with that i don't think so it's like you know like the little sands he plays like you've seen super smash brothers at all like, yeah yeah, yeah. you Definitely. know like the little skull kid with the blue eye or whatever that new suit yes. or whatever that's where that that's from and it has like this crazy cult following i have some issues with not not exactly just the game but the game and when it came out and what it did to like the game industry 
Okay. Um, and the person I had on was like, no, this is, uh, this is a great game. It's phenomenal. All the things that you were upset about it, um, I, I would disagree. And I think that they, they did the opposite. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, like, agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there, there was a little bit of back and forth, but like ultimately it kind of came down to like, all right, like that is your perspective on that. Um, I think I was looking at it in a different light than you are. And because of that, I came out with this. So yeah. like that's just kind of where things lie. But I haven't had anything yet that, that somebody's come to me and I'm like, I don't know about that, Joe. Like, not, <laughs> not yet. I'm, I'm sure some of it's because a lot of the the more hot button episodes were the earlier episodes, so it, uh, it was yeah. where there was less viewership. I think as a catalog, and I I just finished making a playlist, and so that it kind of like like rattles through um all the ones I've made. Mm-hmm. I think soon I I'm 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 not looking forward to, but at the same time I'm kind of like it just kind of comes with it. Like as, as more people see it, that's a part of it. Like people are going to be like, Hey, you said this thing. Like, right. But I've seen enough articles and seen enough like apology videos that I I think I have in my head how I would navigate something like that. So it's, it's kind of like if it's coming, I'm kind of prepared for it. Like I, I kind of know what, like I know, I know where where I'm coming from with the with all the stuff that I say. Yeah. So if somebody's like, "Hey, you said this," I can't believe you think this way. And I'm like, "Well, didn't say that I thought this way. I was literally asking a right. question, or like I was." Yeah, that like that, that's I, that genuine vulnerability, though. Yeah, that's where you're. Yeah. Like, if you if you are unapologetically you, yeah. nobody can can get you on that, right? Yeah. So I mean, I, people I will it. try. Oh, well, they, <laughs> they will try too, yeah. for sure. But that's yeah. any anyone of. Anyone observing that you might care what their opinion on the matter is yeah. is going to see real quick, like, yeah, um, Joe likes to do MMA. He yeah. also likes to play video games. Yeah. That doesn't make him a jock athlete, and it doesn't yeah. make him a nerd. He's yeah. just Joe. You know, Someone, like he's, somewhere in between. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. Well, listen, I'm sorry, I don't want to take up more of your time. I know no, you're, good. you're good. Again, but no. um, yeah, if somebody wanted to check out my stuff, uh, I would probably point them to Instagram. Um, occasionally I remember to post, but I'm usually pretty active on my stories. It's at Logan Robertson photo. And then I have a website. It's Logan Robertson photo.com. There's a couple blogs on there. When I remember to do those, I'm trying to work on a few new things to add. And I'm actually rebuilding that site to maybe potentially include a tab for podcasts and video. So you could find that in the future, but, um, I'd love to help people and answer any questions because I feel very grateful to get to do what I do. And I think when I started doing it, I was lucky to be of the era where YouTube had happened and and people were more open with showing their behind the scenes and yep. explaining. And I wouldn't be here today without that. So if it is anything that interests anyone, feel free to reach out, shoot me a DM. Um, happy to happy to help or just chat. And yeah. Other than that, thank you again for having me, man. Yeah, appreciate cool. it. I had a good time. Uh, for sure, we'll definitely do this again if you're down. Um, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. I, I thought I I toyed with the idea of having you and Lex on at one point. I think that would be pretty fun. Um, we can do that. Yeah, that that might be a thing. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again. Um, that might be a little more Joe Rogan than you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that, that, but even that funny. sounds fun.